You're listening to the Slow Ride podcast. Bites, advice, and rumors straight from the source. The Slow Ride and on Twitter at the Slow Ride Pod. Enjoy the ride. Welcome to the Slow Ride Podcast. This is episode 89. Uh, my name is Spencer Howe. I am in Boston, Massachusetts. You guys will be saddened to hear that we will be without uh, Tim Hayes' uh, services tonight as he is uh, on a family vacation in beautiful, beautiful Scotland. Uh, but little guy is here, so I'll let him introduce himself and we'll get started. Hey, I'm Matt in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Where, Spencer, you'll be happy to know it's probably like five degrees below zero right now. Beautiful. It's really cold. Um, it was freewheel freezing weather today. Nice. My freewheel froze uh, periodically for the first two hours of my work day. I had to kick it a lot. I never had to resort to peeing on it, though I did. <laughs> I did think about it at one point. Um, so just, kind of, just, just out of spite or, or to warm it up? <laughs> well, a little combo, a little of both. But they sort of cleaned up downtown and made it a little more like a bourgeois upper class zone in the last few years. So it's yeah. a little harder to find a nice, uh, comfortable place to pee on your bike yeah. um, and, and get away with it. So yeah. I didn't know. have to do that. Freewheel eventually thawed and I was able to um, pedal without the fear of, of sort of spinning erratically and hitting my knees on the handlebars yeah but, uh, good yeah. beautiful weather beautiful weather people don't uh you know people wonder why the messengers in in certain cities all choose fixed gears and it's not always because of the hipster uh factor but uh, no it's a good reason to ride them in this weather i don't have any uh rear wheels i broke two uh clincher rear fixie wheels this year so the only Do, uh, wheel doing I could too many use, skids uh no well i mean one of them was no both i mean both of them were a good 10 years old so yeah. it was just time yeah. um for them to break so i have no option i have only one bike right now it has 27 inch wheels um <laughs> and that's my bike and so yeah my freewheel is also that old it doesn't sound like it has grease in it but it obviously had enough grease to freeze yeah um, so that's my story. What's happening in Boston? It's pretty good. Um, Boston's about, you know, I don't know, 30 degrees or so. I thought it was pretty chilly today, actually. Uh, blustery wind, you know, coming yeah. off the coast. And yeah, other than that, no snow, no nothing. It's pretty mild winter so far. Hopefully we don't get a hundred some inches of snow again. Um, because then I could use my fat back. And you can use your fat bike. Well, did you get, uh, with with this blustery cold weather, did you get a chance this weekend to watch any of the fine national championships that were Absolutely. showing on your local internet? Absolutely. I mean, I'm sure that's why everyone tuned in, because uh, the national championships were this weekend. And the most important one, the most exciting one that everyone, I'm sure, was tuned into um, was a thriller. Nonstop, start to finish, oh, yeah. edge of my seat couldn't yep. wait to see if he could pull it off and mm -hmm. in the end he did of course we're talking about jack bobridge in the australian road national yes. championships it was a beautiful solo move that he was able to stick until the finish uh to wear the um what's well, not a tricolor what, what do you call that <laughs> it's well it's kind of i mean white does white count because it's white yeah. It's white, yellow, and it's white, yellow, and, and green, right? Yep. It's like the it's yellow. Every nation's a tricolor. Doesn't it seem that way? Uh, yeah, finally, right? The the most highly anticipated race of the year, the Australian National Championships, basically the road season kickoff race. Mm -hmm. um, so exciting. Yeah. Oh, so exciting. No. No, I didn't, I didn't actually watch that. He did. <laughs> he did win. Like, Wasn't it like a 90K solo move or something? Yeah, I think I might so. Be, I'm making up a number. 
I think that it was might long, be right. though. Yeah. It was, um, you know, it might have been impressive, but it's really hard to care about road racing this early in the season. Yeah. Um, well, especially when on the same weekend you've got all the Euro Nations and our own, our own red, white, and blue fighting it out for the jersey. I mean, mm-hmm. how could you look away from cyclocross this weekend? It was amazing. Uh, it was a good time. U.S. Uh, national Championships. Do you want to talk about that first, or do you want to talk about European stuff? Uh, hey. Let's talk about the U.S. Why not? And we'll, we'll save the best for later. <laughs> I was going to make a European joke, but I couldn't, I couldn't work it in there. Something about a free wheel. Anyway, um, this is okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, U.S. Nats, man. Uh, parking didn't really seem to be an issue. I didn't hear any complaints uh, after people actually got there. Um, Twitter yeah. was Twitter was pretty quiet about that, so that's good. I'm going to put that yeah. in the positive cat, uh, category over here on my checklist. Course, uh, what you, what'd you seems think? Like got a lot of viewers. Oh yeah, Tim, course uh, looked amazing. Um, I I got to say, uh, watching videos earlier in the week, I'm sure you saw some of the amazing videos people were showing of yes. a few uh, tricky descents where there was a lot of line options. There was a lot of real estate. You kind of choose your own adventure and everyone was choosing the same adventure which was the fall yeah um the over the bars despite all the yeah but there was like so many different lines and everyone was stacking it um i was a little bummed that on the national like on the broadcast they showed you sort of a shot leading up to that corner but you didn't actually get to see um how how the pros uh the men's and women's race were taking it and i really wanted to know so i i had been kind of waiting for that all week yeah. And then you didn't get that, unfortunately. But I got to say, overall, the course looked amazing. The coverage of the course was really good. Like, still a little American in its production value. <laughs> That's a There's good way a to put it. <laughs> something we bring to the camera sort of panning around frantically. <laughs> but, like, I don't want to really insult it because it was, it was the no. best coverage I've seen. The it's, picture looked yeah. great. They had a lot of cameras. Like you could follow the race where there were some. There's been some past national championships where you're just like, Stern, I mean, somebody might yeah. have well has been running around with a cell phone, like or like in a tree with a cell phone camera. Yeah, that's this probably what it was. Better. Let's let's be honest. But uh, yeah, no, it was yeah. great. And I mean, yeah, like like you said, we've definitely been following the sport long enough to uh, predate any sort of live streaming. So just to have it yeah. at all is a miracle and and should not be overlooked um could it no. be better obviously it could be better uh, we're not to that uh nfl level yet with the replays and all this but uh they had replays though they did have replays <laughs> they had there the, were replays that was pretty cool i mean it, we're, not, Jay, we're, it's true. we're not we're not we're not to crazy sports level <laughs> yeah they had that i think they replayed uh one of the hide crashes Oh yeah, at one did. point. Yep, yep. So, um, no, anyway, that was cool. Replay. That's that's but, pretty pro. Yeah. So uh, you know, yeah, they definitely and they tried to step it up, and I I I give them all the kudos I can for that because uh, that's it's good to see. It's great to see, and hopefully, you know, more and more races get that sort of treatment. Um, anyway, um, yeah. yeah, bummer, bummer that but, it is. But yeah, to, what'd you take of the course? Yeah, I really want. I agree with you. I really wanted to see that drop-off section. Um, I've been seeing more Instagram and you know YouTube little clips of it, uh, which is great. So you get to see bits and pieces. But you know, maybe they had a camera there and it failed on them. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, you know, maybe they. I can't imagine they just were like, "Nah, that's not that important." Um, yeah, I'm sure. I mean, what did they probably show up with? What five cameras and that they you know obviously like we want to see every corner and we want to see every like tech section but they also have to like they have to do the long shot right they got five cameras yeah they're not they weren't able to show up obviously like like it seems like when you watch a belgian race like sporza comes with like nine thousand cameras yeah running on silly string across the forest um but the course looked cool what's uh I guess we do you want to talk about our predictions cuz we all made some predictions. 
We I did. know I was 100% right in mine. I know you were 100% right in yours. I know Tim's not here and he was wrong. Little guy, I don't mean to cut you off like this, but uh, we've actually got a call coming in on the Skype line, which is very strange. Uh, I think you're going to like this. Uh, Thaddeus, Thaddeus, are you there? Thaddeus. What? How's, what? How is it at your palatial Scottish estate? It's amazing. Hey, can we talk real quick about the disaster that was U.S. National Cyclocross Championships? Sure. We were just talking about how it wasn't a disaster. And now oh, you think man. it's a disaster? Did they ruin your grass? I, I, I'm disappointed in how my turf was treated. <laughs> well, that is, that why is. do you sound so tired? It's, you know, it's pretty late here. Um, <laughs> is it late or is it officially early? It may be a little early, and <laughs> guys, the coach in me is coming out. <laughs> well, Tim, we oh. were we were actually just pulling up the um, uh, predictions that we had made last week, and uh, we we're just going to talk about how wrong yours were. So, do you yeah. want to touch on that at all? You had uh, yeah. you had Logan Take Owen in the win, Hyde in second, and Jonathan Page in third. Kind of flipped the script on you, didn't it, there, buddy? Uh, you know, I'm pretty sure that my results for my prediction were actually fairly close. The guy that won, sure, I didn't mention, <laughs> but I mean, the rest were pretty good. And last time I clo- checked, close with counted in horseshoes and hand grenades. And bike race how predictions. Your, how are your uh, How are your picks in the women's race? There, uh, Katie Compton won. Yeah, yeah, and that's easy. Dominated. But I picked her too, and that was like the easiest pick of all time. Yeah, yeah. I tried to go against the grain on that, and you know I knew it was a long shot, and it did not pan out. But that's all right. Well, Tim, did you see? I don't know if you saw the women's race, Spencer. I'm assuming you watched it. That was a really great race. It was um, a great race. Gold really took it to her, and for a while I thought it might happen. And as much as I'm still excited to see Katie Compton win 12 in a row, because that's just insane to do. It. 12 of anything in a row i yeah. couldn't like i don't i don't know i can't even think of anything i could do 12 times in a row properly <laughs> and, and but so 12 um, times in a row is very impressive but i mean seriously can we give a shout out to georgia gold for getting second yeah. place like, yeah no one, well yeah talking about her no she did and it was great because because for a while there i thought she had a chance like she was pushing katie compton and it made for a great exciting yeah. race it wasn't just running away with it yeah it's it seemed like it you know like it seemed like maybe on some of the technical descents she was getting a little gap on katie you know if she could go in there first but uh turned yeah. out uh maybe katie was just biding her time to uh lay down lay down the smack later so so it's three thirty in the morning here uh-huh and guys yeah. i'm just a little curious mm-hmm. that means it's ten thirty east coast time that's a little bit uh, beyond our normal recording window. Yeah, I don't even know why I tried calling you jerks. Because <laughs> <laughs> you knew it'd be running late. Oh, yeah. Slow ride. It's the slow ride podcast way, man. Did, did you need a little pick me up, and you wanted Coach Tim to come through and tell you what was going on? <laughs> well, so we what always else you guys want to talk about Coach Tim. Well, uh, we we're just talking about how great nationals looked. It looked how amazing. The, it did. How it looked like. Uh, we know there are some big numbers for the broadcast. It seems like probably the biggest numbers ever for a U.S. race. So I saw a tweet that it, from Tim Johnson, mm-hmm. who yeah, did a great job uh, reviewing it. I, I remember watching it, um, and he does a great job uh, announcing it. He, he did a really good watching now, it, too. <laughs> he, did, he said 1.9 million. That seems a yeah. little high to me. You think well, he's faking you think he's making numbers? I, up? He's I think them? I think it may be a typo. Like you I think don't... he's got like a server farm that just logged on a million times. He paid somebody off. <laughs> I mean, maybe yeah. yeah, maybe it was on. Maybe it came on right after Belgian Nats was over or something. You know, and like everybody's like, I don't know, switch over to the feed. <laughs> That's you know. Do you, do you guys ever think like like so like say we're watching a Bel- we're watching like the Belgian Nats feed and right after it it goes to snooker or yeah. something and then snooker maybe like they like they know that's going to happen so they they make the broadcast like take their numbers right away so they can show their advertisers like no look we had 
15 million people watching it, and they're like, that seems weird. Usually you only have 27,000. No, Snooker has become very popular. Yeah. Snooker's Tim, a you're game. in Snooker land right now. Have you, have you played any Snooker? <laughs> I, have, I have not played any Snooker, but little guy, you will know. You will note that I, uh, I experienced a concrete building today. Scottish Parliament. I don't and know what the Scottish Parliament looks like, but I'll have to look it up. Oh, it's like a neo-brutalist building. <laughs> neo-brutalist. I think you're just making up words to put in front of brutalist. You don't know what that would even mean. I don't even know what that would mean, but okay. Um, cool. Um, did you uh, watch any other of the national championships there, Thaddeus? Slash Super Rookie? Whatever we're calling you at this stage of the podcast? I did not. Okay. <laughs> so cool. Uh, did you did you Spencer. actually get to to watch any of them? I watched a little bit of the uh, women's race. Okay, um, that was a good race. And it was a good race. The course looked amazing. I was very excited, and I will say that I'm one of these folks that wishes that national championships was in the two year cycle because I would love yeah. to see yeah. nationals again at the Belmont. And um, I agree. You know, I think that. With national or with cyclocross being still a growing sport here in the U.S., that it would be cool to see a uh, the continued uh, um, venue because yeah. not only does it give the opportunity for the the promoter to get everything appropriate, it also gives us the chance to see like the different features mm-hmm. in different uh, types of uh, environment, but then also like ooh. Zach McDonald wins the Instagram video of the uh, year at Cyclocross Nationals. Sweet skids. Sweet skids going around a corner of a sweet drop that I would love to see a second year in a row. No. Yeah, I agree. um, Did you guys see that it almost started to snow or like it maybe started to snow a little bit? They were talking on the broadcast. And I was really hopeful. But that's the thing. If if it happened two years in a row, maybe next year we get a snowy course. We get a muddy course. Or a dry course. I think that... There's something about the same course every year yeah. that, that well, it gives you adds it gives value. you a second shot. You know, if you screwed it up or or something like that, you know, like mm-hmm. they did Providence twice, he did Madison twice, he did Bend twice, he did Kansas City twice, Kansas and then all City sudden, twice. Yeah, yeah. If you can do it's, Kansas City twice, you can do Asheville, North Carolina twice. Well, totally. Yeah. It's like how I signed up for nationals in Madison the first year when it was like 30 degrees and it looked like a really fun course. And then my starter went out on my car, so I didn't go. <laughs> and then the next year I went, uh, Spencer, you came, you pitted yeah. for me. It was great, but it was, what, 150 fucking degrees below zero? <laughs> and the course was just a series of icy ruts. I'm and, pretty sure yeah. that's called absolute zero. It was fucking <laughs> miserable. It was the worst cross. It was the worst conditions to do a cross race in. It just yeah. sucks. People yeah. were like flying, literally, like in the starting stretch. Like, but some people were going forward, some people were going uh, ninety degrees to the left, some people ninety <laughs> degrees to the right. Like, everyone was just getting stuck in ruts and just shooting off. Now I um, know, but I know, different different dynamics, right? You I know, know Coach Tim was a little bit late to this uh, conversation. Yeah, Did you guys cool, talk at all about the amount of races that were run at Cyclocross Nationals? <laughs> No, like, because first, you're the only one who cares about that. We all knew that. I mean, no, it's not no, like it was surprising. No. Not only do we have a donut race that included <laughs> U.S. Cycling President Derek Bouchard uh-huh. Hall, who uh-huh. we give a thumbs up to. Mm-hmm. There was multiple non-championship races. Yeah. But then there was like, did you guys notice that there was like the men's non-championship race, like nine-year-old to 22-year-old? We got to give him time to stretch the legs. Like, that was pretty amazing. Like there that was is some, amazing. There were some great categories that normally don't exist. And really, those they don't know. They don't always do the non-championship races for the kiddies. Oh man, you know. Well, like, not more power grouping. to the promoters for pulling this off. I will say, <laughs> it's all about dollars. All of the complainers, and they heard it here first on the Slow Ride podcast. That mm-hmm. you know what, guys, slow your roll. Let's let them try their thing. And it would be great for the second year because yeah. here's the big question. If a second year existed, would Steve Tilford complain about parking? Probably. <laughs> but We'll never know. We'll never know. We'll never know. Uh, like this was the true. course designed for him. He said, well, Tilford win. 
I know. And you really? know what? We got we to gotta move on next year to Hartford, Connecticut, where yeah. uh, we're going to go into yet another uh, race that hasn't had a test event yet. And I've, I've heard rumors that there will really? be a test event this fall there, but uh, it's kind of short notice, you know? It's really so short The thing notice. is, Hartford's going to be able to pull it off, and we're going to all sit there going, you know what? Let's give them two years. Yeah, Like, maybe. it'd be great. This is Ryan. This is Ryan. This is Ryan Woodall, Florida's first cyclocross national champion. You're listening to the Slow Ride Podcast. He's okay. gonna let's wait. Let's talk. Let's wait. Let's talk about this this uh, Powers thing. Powers one is fourth. Compton one or twelfth. What the hell's up with the Focus sponsored? Congratulations, Jeremy Powers, on your fourth sponsorship. I know that they sponsored the feed and all that, but like that seemed in poor form after somebody just won their twelfth. Unbelievably poor form. Like, did, did you see this? It said. I, I just saw it, tweets. I did not. It see said it historic. Congrats, congratulations on your historic yeah. fourth win. And it's awesome that he won his fourth, but like. In the context, it, the fact that Katie Compton just won her 12th in a we, row, it pales about, in comparison, right? and it doesn't, it's not worth and, mentioning in that context. And, and even if you're just like, oh, I meant historic men's fourth, John yeah. Page has four. Don yeah. Myra has four. True. Like this. Is, I don't even know who that last guy is. But I will say this <sighs> about Katie Compton. Seriously? Unbelievable. Not only does Katie Compton have one, has won 12, they're... Most people don't know this. Some astute observers of cyclocross, such as the three of us, know this. But there was a time when Katie Compton wasn't even getting staged at the front of the race as the defending champion. When she was in Providence, she was staging in the very last row because she was not allowed to race in any type of USA cycling event because she was the pilot for the blind tandem race at the Paracycling uh, Olympics. Mm -hmm. So she had to protect her eligibility. So she used to race ABR races in Colorado against Category 3 men. Mm -hmm. And then she would line up in the back and do one UCI or one USA Cycling race a year. Sorry. And she still won. Mm -hmm. And she did not get a graphic. (laughs) Yep. Yep. She did not. I know. I agree. Especially, Sorry, not we're on all first, in Not on her fourth, and not on her twelfth. Well, you maybe. Know, like, see, we don't know. Maybe we should unearth the video of her fourth win, uh, and maybe it says "Congratulations, now, Katie, on your historic fourth title all, win." And then no all, one's mentioned it since. Then. I can't. I can't fairness, figure any which in, way that this makes any sense. In all fairness, all. I don't think Powers or anyone else oh, of no. importance knew that that was happening. No, I'm sure Focus did it as the sponsor of the feed and as his bike sponsor, but like they should think about how that just feels weird in that context of like especially after like, showing the women's race just before. Yeah, and, and like did no one it just no obviously no one at Focus was like, Man, so Katie Compton wins, that'd be twelve in a row. That's kind of insane. We should probably not act like this is a bigger deal unless we want to insinuate that we think uh, men's racing is like 300 times more important. Or no, actually, uh, it's technically just three times more important. So here's the um, question. Do you guys so think... So wait, we well, figured it out. Men's racing is three times more important than women's racing. Well, it's that's, exactly three times more important. That's the next question. Do you think we'll ever get to the point that a uh, the women's national championship race will be the last one on the weekend? I don't know. I just don't think that matters. I kind of feel like being... It's kind of like being the closing band kind of sucks sometimes. You know what I mean? Because yeah. like, like a lot of yeah, people, people stay people the second tired, to last band. And they're yeah. like, uh, you know, like you watch the women's race and you're like, well, we got to get out of here. The parking situation. We want to make sure we get out. <laughs> and so you leave. Yeah. Like maybe yeah. we'll get to that point. But I feel like I feel like it's like the last two races, regardless of the order, they're, they're pretty much, well, and, you know, and. I guess maybe they could change it up sometimes, just maybe even more due to like uh, like the earlier races in the day, the, the course was much different, much muddier and wetter, you know, and yeah. like later in the day it got faster. And I think some of the pros would have, uh, you know, men's and women's pros would have appreciated 
a little more muddy course, you know? So there's that yeah. aspect, but, you Certainly know, we all know the fans will leave after the big show's over, so, which yeah. is a bummer. You can't, yeah, it's true. Well, um, anything else you guys want to say about the uh, American Nationals, or should we move on to the, <laughs> the, the Euro Nationals? We can move on. Talk about Euro Nationals. Also, all I saw from Euro Nationals was a giant crash at the Belgium National Championships. In the U23s. What, which race? Yeah, that was in like the U23s. Yeah. Oh, I saw a little thing of that. <laughs> I didn't mind. see anything else about the race, though, but in the U23s. I well, only uh, little guy, um, I know you'll be excited uh, about the winner in Belgium uh, in the men's race, and I'll be excited about it. Um, Tim, mm. are you pumped or are you not pumped? I have no clue, and I'm like, 15 beers in on the day. So you know, who do you think won? Your Kevin favorite? Pulse. Kevin Paul. No. no, he was, he was, was like Kevin. seventh. Oh, was, uh, was it Van, Van Art? No, it, it was, was, was. in And he Fuck. crushed everybody. Did he? Him. He crushed destroyed him. them. Uh, yeah, yep. it was, it was no. the expected God. result, but man, did he just, God, he's fast. He's so fast. So who won the, uh, Danish national championships? Uh, nobody knows because nobody has any idea who races uh, in as Danish cross except for that Pacabo guy who used to race in the U.S. You're probably thinking of um, the Dutch. <laughs> oh, Dutch national shit. Yeah, uh, Vanderpool won. <sighs> okay, had a nice Good. battle with uh, Vandahar, and uh, <laughs> it ended up Vanderpool, Vandahar, and then brother Vanderpool. So we got a little Vanderpool sandwich on the podium. So who won the? Nice. Uh, French national championships. Oh, Timmy, who do you think? Well, it's either between Murray or the Confidence guy. Murray, pretty good, uh, okay. pretty good. It was Murray followed yeah. by the Confidence guy, followed <laughs> and by... then followed by another, my favorite little alien, another, another Jean Gadre. Okay, no, Jean Gadre. Um, did you guys see but, any of that? I I watched the last lap. Um, that was a good I battle. Between I didn't those see two. it. Super muddy. Um, it came like they were. They were like separated by like a second, basically that whole last lap. Um, ton of running, super muddy. It was a, it was an awesome finish. Nice, and totally uh, worth going back and watching. And U.S. American... production values are better than the French production values. <laughs> well, that's so good that's to know. Cool. The American fans will also be excited to know that Carolyn Mani uh, did take home the win in France in the national nice. championships. So that jersey will be on display all year long uh, next year. Cool. Elvin and uh, we're reeling it back to Belgium. Sana Kant uh, takes the women's win there. Um, Eva Lecter did, in Italy. Eva Lecter. I was just about yep. to say, did she win in Italy? She did. She she uh, she did. She made it. She's extended almost as many wins now as Katie Compton. Really? Um, Ooh, uh, and, uh, did you guys know who won the men's Italian? Was it uh, was some guy? Bertoloni. <laughs> Bertolini. Um, that sounds like an Italian name. Yeah. That Fettuccini guy, though, he was coming up <laughs> strong at the end. Yeah. I thought for sure, but then spaghetti chopped his wheel. Oh, God, spaghetti spaghetti <laughs> chopped. Too thin, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, it was really good because like, the course at Bolognese was... <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Moving on. Spencer, we should, Spencer, we should Spencer play in these really awesome Italian jokes. Spencer, can yeah. you edit that one out? No, don't yeah. edit that out. You put that in. That is gold. That's what people come here for. Um, well, anyway, I, I want, the Belgian race was a fun race despite Wout killing it. And the Dutch race actually looked way cooler, but I only got to watch the highlights. Mm-hmm. I was a little bummed about it. Hey, guys, did you guys talk about the uh, Vuelta course? Uh, no, the Why Vuelta is like 9,000 years from now. Do you okay. want to talk about the fact that a man who's won the Volta is going to continue racing? Because that's important news. You're talking about Kobo? We're talking about Chris Horner. Kobo's not racing. We're talking about right. America's most popular cyclist. Are you talking about Jeremy Powers? No, no, no. America's no. most popular. Oh, most, not cyclocross most popular. Most popular cyclist in general. Like all I would say, I, I, I argue, guys. Mm-hmm. I know it's late here. And Coach Tim is coming out. I would be willing to bet that rightfully so, Jeremy Powers is the most popular cyclist in America. Yeah, I think you're right. If if by popular and, we mean like popular people, 
people yeah. all like him and are like super interested. If by popular we mean because like, he's he's a genuine some guy like him and, and some I'm excited. Don't. I will say this: I didn't pick if, him for my podium, but I am proud that he is the national champion once again. Yeah, I mean, if you mean popular in that you said you were the most popular, so therefore you are the most popular. <laughs> Yeah, we might not talking. be talking about Jeremy Powell. Yeah, we're talking about we, somebody else, not Jeremy. Powell. We might be talking about a man by the name of Chris Horner. Yeah, who is still seems. in the news? He's gonna keep racing. I'm oh pretty my excited. god! Why? Because he's fast and what? Old. What races that is old he gonna man do? Powers. What he's races? gonna win whatever race he enters. All right, all right. True enough. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm actually, yeah. I'm like legitimately excited. I want, I want him to keep racing. Until so, like, what is, what does uh, Chris Horner need to do to gain like favor on this podcast again? Because little guy, you got him, but like Spencer, I got him. I you, got his back. What does he need to do to like me and you be like, you know what? Respect. If like, he wins <laughs> something, would you guys actually like? Win, if he actually shows what, up. What level does he need to win? I like, want like, him to win Philadelphia. <laughs> okay, that would be sweet. That would be awesome. I would, about, I would like, put him back in good graces. No, I don't. Redlands? I don't give any shits about Redlands. Anyone sure, who cares like... about Redlands is a fool. <laughs> I'll just but put Tour de Gila. No, don't care. You no know, guys, I gotta race. say this: is that I've been watching our listenership numbers, and yeah, they're they definitely no, they're they're climbing, <laughs> yeah. but there there's definitely an audience that's not, you know. Boston, Florida, or Minnesota. So, like, we need to say things like, "Oh, we say nice I, things about other places." Yeah, in yeah. Country. Like, oh, Red, oh, Redlands yeah. is cool. Redlands, you know, is, Redlands cool. is cool. Or, <laughs> man, Chris Horner. I think he has a real shot at Joey Martin stage race this year because, like, he's going to destroy the Arkansas crowd. Uh-huh. Yeah, is that where Joey Martin is? It's in Arkansas. Yeah. God, oh, I always thought it. it was in Ohio for some reason. No, that's just where Alabama. Dewey Dickey went. <laughs> It's the race that do we want? Do we probably? Do you think do we want to race in every state? Do we want the tour of Ohio or something? Didn't he? That's from oh, that was a thing. well. That would, Ohio, that would make sense then, that the tour of Ohio was in Ohio. So but. most of our listeners <laughs> yeah. don't know about Dewey Dickey. Google most the name of them Dewey do Dickey right now. But I talked this. about Dewey on more episodes this. than like real pros. The best thing that Dewey Dickey ever did was he would enter the <laughs> he would enter the Joey Martin stage race as a oh. one-two and not as a pro one. And then he would win more prize money by winning the one-two race than like fifteenth place in the one-twos. It's all yep. about the math. Yeah, yep. he was a, he was a prize money gotta, hunter. Have, God damn it, gotta, guys! You know can we get, takes premium? I mean, can we move on to some more important topics about cycling? Coach like Tim what? is here. You ask the questions. I will give you the advice. <laughs> I, okay. See, here's the problem, Tim. It's it's the middle of winter. And there's cycle cross, and then all there are is teams talking about things they're going to do in like five months. Like, uh, there's some boring, uh, inconsequential road races coming up soon. How do you feel about those? You know, I'm really excited about the tour down under. I think yeah. that mm-hmm. Erika Green Edge with Jack Bauer, the new uh, shit. He's not on uh, Erika no. Green Edge. Uh, I think Trek, I think, Australian. I think Trek Factor Racing is really going to take it to the um, tour down under because they have the new Australian road champion. Jack Bobridge. Yeah. There you go. Yep. Did I, That's true. Did I crush that one? Spencer, you make sure you that edit one. that so it sounds good. Mostly, uh, you mostly crushed it. Yeah. Are you excited about the new uh, New Zealand national champion? That would be, I'm assuming, Hayden. Uh, shit. I don't actually know who it is. <laughs> is he a Trek guy too? Has he still got a pro contract? <laughs> Was he it? was on was track, it? wasn't he? Was you know, yeah, we could Rolston. talk about all the funny, uh, uh, you know, new teams that everyone's on. We kind of touched on oh. it last week when you were talking I've got about uh, Pierre Roland and stuff. I've got one thing to talk about. What's that? Do you guys know? Now, Spencer, this is your. You should know this because this is your. You said this is your new favorite team, Dimension Data. Okay. Um, they. Do you know they're, what kind of bikes they're riding? Let's do a softball. Throw you a little softball. Canyon. Well, they're on the Cervellos, aren't they? <laughs> they're, they're on the Cervellos. That's true. right. Yeah. Now, do you know what group set they're going to be using? Microshift. Well, <laughs> if, if you're on God, the Cervello, <laughs> yeah. I would think you're on maybe some, some DI2 or or no, maybe, even the, DI2. maybe even the SRAM Y-Fly. No, they're not using the SRAM. They're using something a little 
rarer and <laughs> okay. All right. I would say five thousand percent cooler. Sun tour. Well, it's got to be. Then it's got to be campy because no. there are none other. They're on. They're, they're on something else. Oh, now rack your brain and find so a group cooler. set that you've never seen on any bicycle, but you've seen a picture at a trade show and you know that it makes my heart. I know. I know what you want. I know what you want me to say. Is it can't be compatible little guy? I have no idea. Is it the, is it the Miche group? Cause I hope it's It's not the Miche group. (laughs) I can't believe how much I'm stumping you on this. I'm just going to tell you, they're going to ride the hydraulic rotor group set. Oh Jesus. Are they? It's that makes sense. Yeah. And I don't know if they're going to ride discs. They're probably going to ride discs. That would bum me out because if they ride the the hydraulic group set that has the like Magura brakes that look like old Campy Campy Delta brakes yeah. and have like a they're like hydraulic cam brakes. Um, but anyway, hydraulic. They're riding a hydraulic group set. That's so cool. I'm so excited. It's well, it's weird that's good. It awesome. gives it gives Cavendish a lot more excuses to use in his arsenal for when uh, <laughs> you know he comes up a little shy. This is perfect. Yeah. You know, but this yeah, is really Spencer, cool. Like, so, rarely does anyone ride. You know, like you hear about like these kind of weirder, like smaller companies that come up with kind of weird things, and it never pops up there. We you usually know, just have like, the two big, and then we had the three big with SRAM. Oh, yeah. Little guy, um, little guy. I'm gonna stop you there. I'm it's, I do want micro shift in the Pro Peloton, though. I'm with you on that. Too. It, it is very exciting that Rotor <laughs> is in the Pro Peloton. That's awesome. But for a second here, we really need to address. This whole thing, how Spencer now is behind this team, because yeah. Cavendish is a goddamn underdog going into like I, uh, I was like behind Spencer, this wait, team Spencer, last year. Spencer, I am behind like this, this team. I'm going to defend him Spencer, on that point Spencer, too. I'm half in the bag right now, so I'm going to talk because I'm probably going to pass out <laughs> before it's over. But I will say this: is that Spencer? I appreciate uh-huh. your love for this guy, but uh-huh. he's not a goddamn underdog. I but don't have any love for this guy. Um, so you that's have wrong. a ton of love. I have, you're I have like, love for this you're team. And you're like, oh, Cavendish, he's amazing. Those jerseys look amazing. The jerseys are ugly. They are boring, <laughs> and they don't matter at all. And Cavendish, until he has a season without a crash, or shit, three races in a row without a crash because of a dumb mistake, do I care anything about what Cavendish is doing? continue okay. i'm gonna fun. say uh yeah i i don't understand uh i have to say i don't understand spencer's um love of the team but i also okay. his love of sprinters here's the so, thing is that so i don't mind have... different strokes for different folks no. crashes you know happen crashes happen but when you put yourself in a horrible condition coach tim, or a horrible situation sit down horrible condition play like... okay. coach tim is out run coach the picket tim, fence yeah. i got a technical foul uh <laughs> yeah so hey, Coach I, 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 I have a long, long, deep love for, for the sprinter. You guys all know this. Yeah, I also have I a long, deep love for the underdog team. You guys all know yeah. this, too. I mean, I'm a fan of French cycling. Come on. But I also have a fan. I'm a big fan of the comeback. I, I became a huge fan of Thor when he started to make his comeback. And I think Cav is on the same track. He's going to turn into like less whoa, of a sprinter whoa, guy. Whoa. Time out. Time out. Time out. Spencer, more you're of a forgetting. One day guy. A, you know, time out. You're forgetting a very important comeback that happened around the year 2010 to 2012. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm the not forgetting light blue that one. colors of Astana. Who came back? Are you a fan Chris, of Chris Horner. It was Chris Horner. <laughs> yeah, Chris Horner. <laughs> He came back from the previous year of racing. Okay. And it was like nothing, nothing had changed. I forgot how much of a fan you were of Lance and Chris Horner. But anyways, yeah. continue. Hey, uh, you guys, was, I, was I got I some Astana news for you. You want some Astana news? <laughs> I love it. Give it to did me. You, did you guys see that um, little video of uh, Scarponi with a parrot on his shoulder? No, why no. would I have seen that? Why on earth? I don't know. It's like that? it's like twenty seconds long. He has like he has like a big ass macaw on his <laughs> parrot on his shoulder, and they like talk to each other, and they kind of look alike, like they got the same nose, and um and that's it. It's like he put it on Twitter because he's Scarponi. He's my favorite cyclist. And that's what he does. Okay. Is he? It, wait. Is he really your favorite? I love oh, Scarponi. He makes obviously. funny faces. Spencer, he gets, who's your favorite? He gets dropped all the time. We talked about this like two weeks ago it's on the podcast. Pippo, right? 
Posada is your favorite? <laughs> yeah. Who's my favorite? Probably Mark Cavendish. Wrong. No, it's the. It's I think the that's why you hate on him so much. You actually love him. Like if you saw him, you'd like punch him and be like, "Who's You're my stupid. favorite?" You guys don't know who my favorite is. Chris Horner. Hurts. Fuck <laughs> you. It's the gummy bear. It should be Nairo, but it's the gummy bear. But it's still he's Tyler close. Hamilton, though. You no, can't. my favorite is still Canego until he retires. You, how can that be? I haven't even like. Didn't he I've retire like four years Canego. ago? No, Canego's still on some small no, he's, he's doing team with year. like, with like, yeah, this is the last season, and then Betancourt will be my favorite because <laughs> he's, he's actually re- the pro he's, peloton. He's gonna retire before Canego does. No. Oh. <laughs> Wouldn't I'll it be, be great if, if like Nico, Pipo, and Bagancourt are like the like breakout stars? Hey of guys, break? wouldn't that guys, just like time out? out. Time out, Spencer. I don't know if you're recording, but you can yeah, keep this running. So, guys, Sarah called me the other day, and she's like, "Tim, the Powerball is at nine hundred million. She's like, "Powerball's at nine hundred million. What do you want to do with the money?" And I was like, "Honey, it hasn't changed. We're getting a team boat." <laughs> I I am gonna win the Powerball, and okay, here's what we're good. gonna do: we are gonna boat. we are gonna make a. It's not a boat, really. It's a barge. Yep. And uh, barge. we we are gonna start that barge in Missis in Minneapolis. We're gonna yep. float uh-huh. down the Mississippi, and we're gonna hit crits all yep. along the Mississippi and win. Meyerson can be our team director. I don't give a f- crap. Yeah, you'll have the money. <laughs> you can pay for that. Yeah. yeah. So guys, the team boat, it's still in the uh, Powerball discussion. Can our barge like carry all of our money down the river, and we can just like slowly like burn it as as we're going down? Like because it. that would be well, like it. just well, that was as effective. The plan. the The plan was always to have like the barge, like have our trainers on the barge, so that like because mm-hmm. there's a good four or five days between crits along the Mississippi. I mean, I've checked the Mississippi circuit out, yeah. and um, yeah. you know, before we get the to St. Louis circuit. for the Gateway Club, Cup. <laughs> We're going to have to act together. Anyways, sorry. Yeah. I'm um, going to win Powerball, cool. team boat. Cool. Setting applications for first mate. Off-season dome home? Is that still in the cards? Uh, it, with uh, Over the velodrome. Because oh. last time I checked, velodromes make a lot of money. <laughs> yep. Good investment <laughs> opportunity. Something, uh, yeah, a lot of sound investments there. That's, that's good. I like it. I mean, it's four in the morning here. Let's keep this going. I don't have to get up till seven. Seven. When are you coming? Perfect. Home? I've got another week. You have well, another I mean, week? Another like four oh. or five days. You know. So you really yeah. you've obviously been immersing yourself in the local culture. Yeah, I went for a run today. Mm-hmm. Little guy, to you're gonna to the pub. Little guy, I yep. took a tour of Scottish Parliament today. I have heard. Where did I hear that? <laughs> It was amazing. Did I tell you this already? <laughs> you just showed me that already. I'm going to say that you would describe it as neo-brutalist. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> but that's good. cool. Good. Um, we got to touch I'm on here. this because it's important to you. It's dear to your heart. I'm going to bring it all the way back to U.S. Nationals. Cyclocross. Yes. I'm here. Um, your, your pride and joy, the hometown hero of Florida, Ryan, Ryan Woodall. He was unjustly screwed out of a reasonable starting place. I don't know where he started, but he finished 36th. How would he have done with a normal start spot? The start Top spot 20. he deserves. Top 20? Top 20. Top 20, really? So, so let, me, let me say this about another screwed out of a spot. Addison Zawada started the very last place of the Did single he? speed race, 151st. He finished twenty mm-hmm. second. Think okay. about that. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, good. He passed one hundred and thirty people in four laps. If he was middle pack, he may have been on the podium. He had some of the yeah. fastest laps on the day. Yeah, I believe it's it. The same thing. I mean, the only the only experience I have with that kid is him crushing me at the uh, Red Hook crit. So that's, I would I would believe a, it. Like that kid. Like that's floor that that's the whole problem with the ranking system, and I understand why the ranking system exists. I don't have a better solution. It's a good system to get the staging, but you get screwed if you're in a, a smaller state. But yeah. Woodall definitely top twenty. I mean, we're talking about a guy that was on the podium 
consistently got third overall for the uh, USA Cycling uh, Mountain Bike uh, Tour a few years yeah. ago. The pro the Pro XC. So yeah, absolutely. No, he's he's a definitely a good guy. Um, in other uh, slow ride related uh, Nats news, sixteenth place. Maybe oh, who the was most, it? Who? The most important <laughs> placing Please on tell, the day. Wait, 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 wait! I don't know who it was. <laughs> Let me guess. Okay. Please, for the love of God, tell me it was Zach McDonald. No, it was uh, not. I'd say it. better though. It's, better. I'd say yeah. I would say wait, better. What, what place did Zach McDonald get? Oh, I don't know. I'd have to pull it up. Uh, not even sixteenth. Yeah. No, you guys close. got it up. No, I don't. I actually don't. Okay. Close my window. Um, sixteenth place. <laughs> uh, it's not Jamie Driscoll. Nope. So. Oh, no. was it? Uh, you know, was it Anthony you know, Clark? Was it? Was it was Anthony Clark? It was Anthony <laughs> Clark. So my sweet. It was like the best thing ever. Exactly. Oh, I Dude. love that guy. That's the future of American Cyclocross, right there. I like it that is. guy. He is sponsors should be on that guy like crazy. He's they good should. at what he does. Yes, and he represents a hundred percent. Like he's oh, the only God. dude. That I that I really like when he tells me something's amazing and awesome and he's truly stoked on it. You you believe him, you know what I mean? Like you're like this dude, fucking loves this bike or these wheels or these tires or whatever it is. Like he's not a guy that's gonna be, you know, using a different brand and and blacking over the logo or something like that. Like he is happy for everything that he gets as a pro, and what? he is he is, you know. Mm-hmm. Different. thankful for Lacking it. over the logo nobody does that spencer yeah. when he talks about when like well i don't know if he talks about it sorry but when i've heard about his uh story mm-hmm. with like what he does beyond just racing in in what i mean is uh raising his son and all of that and mm-hmm. you see how dedicated he is to cyclocross mm-hmm. it makes you a lifelong fan of that guy Absolutely. like you sit there and you're like you know what the greatest Twitter, like it's his brand and it's awesome. And I want to high five that guy all day. Yeah. He's awesome. Absolutely. It's, it's 16th place on the day. Number one in the slow ride podcast heart. Oh um, God. You know, for sure. Couldn't have a better guy finishing in our coveted spot. So it's true. Too bad we didn't have a contest to give him a Although prize. Zach McDonald getting 16th place would be pretty cool. I'd be all right. I'd be all right Is with it? that too. Yeah, that would, be, that would be pretty awesome. Well, guys, um, All right. what else we need to talk about? Nature Valley Grand Prix, uh, Criteriums <laughs> on 10th Street. Um, Dude, Tim, do you know that in February there's a, a Fat Bike Criterium National Championship in Madison, Wisconsin? Hey, you know, can we talk about this real quick? I was – someone told me today that there is a Fat Bike World Championships in Durango, Colorado, and I want to know, like, who sanctions that? I feel like uh, you just, anytime you have anything to do with fat bikes, you just call it either a national championship or like a Midwest regional national championship and just roll with it. So, so Uh, I know what Tim's talking about. All I heard about was that it wasn't USA cycling. So it's somebody trying to grab that name before, before they blow it up. Well, that's the thing is that like Spencer, you and I were uh, couriers. I don't, I don't know about little guy, but you and I were on the (laughs) racing circuit for a while. And Uh uh, do you guys remember when, Columbus did the jumping ships like they yes. wouldn't call it championships because they respected the name championships in North America. Yes. So it was the North American jumping ships. Did they yep. respect now, it or they would, they obviously didn't respect it. Now little guy, a little of both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know you're not a courier of our esteemed no. status. I'll never make it to the same level as you, <laughs> but what you were going to say, Oh, I don't have anything else to say. I just oh, wanted okay. to point out that you were not at our level. No, I'm not well, at your that's, level. I mean, <laughs> I, I, what's, I made that what's... clear earlier in the day. Hey, guys, yeah. in the how many listeners have we lost at this point? I mean, all, I bet we're gaining them. listeners. They're, well, because we get a lot with the channel hopping. You know, you're flicking yeah. around the dial. I'm uh, pretty sure. You're flicking I... from podcast to podcast, <laughs> and then you hear this, and you just you stick on it. You call your friends. You say, are you listening to the Slow Red Podcast? You should hear this stuff. It's hey, great. Spencer, I don't know what episode you're you're on, but... Let me know when you're ready to edit. I'm ready we're to go. On, what do you, what do you we're got? on episode 89. Hey, hello and welcome to the 89th episode of Slow Ride Podcast. Jeremy Powers won the national championships, and we're all stoked for him, even though none of us picked him to win. But Logan Owen did a very solid finish. 
And how about a shout out to Georgia Gould? All right, and with that, we'll see you later. Well, there you okay, go. That's like that's like a drop rather than an intro. I like it. I like it. Yeah, I'll edit that right into the beginning there, Tim, for you. So you can you we'll can make go any back sense. to sleep. Uh, you know, Do you guys have any assured. more questions? I only have a couple um, more hours before I need to get up again. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if we had anything else we were gonna talk we didn't, about. I didn't know we were hit. gonna be interviewing you, Tim. Yeah. We didn't know we were going to be interviewing you. Um, You've been in Scotland for a few days now. Have you seen Danny McCaskill? I have not seen have Danny seen, McCaskill. Have you However, seen any kids jumping their bikes off of shit, like trying to be Danny McCaskill? Is he inspiring so, the youth? So I was going to say this, and that I, I kid you not. I'll, I will do this. I will do random interviews on the street to see if people know who Danny McCaskill is. Yes, please do that. How about that? I want to know. But uh-huh. we will do a live on the spot next week. Okay. okay. People know who Danny McCaskill is, and hopefully I have some audio. Yeah. Well, I'll edit this out so people, our Scottish fans, don't hear it and know what's coming. Yeah. Hey, I'd like to thank everyone for listening to the 89th episode <laughs> of the Story Podcast. Here's what's important that you need to know this week. Jeremy Powers won. Katie Compton won her 12th in a row. And with that, we'd like to thank you all for listening to the Slow Ride Podcast. Indeed. That was good. I liked it. Um, well, I don't think it could be any better than that, guys. I guess we should probably uh, call this one before before Thaddeus says anything that we have to edit out. So far, sounds, it's been pretty smooth. Sounds good. I would also like to thank BK1 for the use of his song, Tema de Campbell, oh, yeah. uh, as our intro and outro music. Um I would like to remind all of our listeners to wave to their fellow cyclists when they pass them on the road. It's That's a nice plan. thing to do. Yeah. Pull that little hand out of that uh, bar mitt. <laughs> or don't, because it was way too cold in Minnesota today to pull your hand out of your bar mitt. Don't. Just, we'll do but, a head nod. It's yeah. too freaking cold. A, a nod be is there. acceptable. I'll, yeah. I'll accept well, that. Let's nod. I'll see you all out there tomorrow. We'll be nodding. Hey. I dedicate this show to David Bowie in all sincerity. It's true. I just was listening to some Bowie right before we started this. All right. It's been a Bowie-filled day. The Slow Ride Podcast. Bikes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. TheSlowRidePodcast.com and on Twitter at TheSlowRidePod. Hey Spencer, as as like, cause you guys both are like my best friends. Make sure I don't get fired off of this. So like, do your best to edit this, and like, don't say what I just said like about me getting fired.